It's my privilege to talk with you a little bit today about backgrounds to the Bible and cultural backgrounds and the importance of learning those things as a, as a student of the Bible. Uh, we naturally, uh, as professors and institutions, require language study. And language we, we know, if you've had any, uh, Greek, Hebrew, Aramaic, uh, brings to life the uh, meaning of the text. Uh, words are pregnant with meanings and syntaxes and so forth. And um, a knowledge of that brings those things to light and oftentimes adds, uh, casts a light on the meaning of the text. And importantly so, and I encourage you, if you haven't uh, taken languages yet, by, by all uh, intents and purposes, uh, throw yourself into this, the study of the biblical languages. But oftentimes what's overlooked is the study of the cultural backgrounds of the Bible. And it, it's kind of like an extra language. And they tell us about um, the activities and uh, so forth of uh, the regular person. Uh, they, they bring their role to life in the study of the Bible. And in, in addition, they, they um, also can add um, a context of meaning to uh, the study of the words, so the study of the languages. And uh, the, in addition to uh, the cultural backgrounds helping us understand uh, small things, little things. They also help us to understand gr grand themes. Uh, they help us understand the uh, work uh, backgrounds of uh, empires and kings and kingdoms and, and so forth. Uh, so often people gloss over these things because they don't have uh, sufficient training in them and uh, the, the study of these things and attention to them uh, will, will certainly be of help to you. I, I would say uh, as you're reading your Bible, um, always ask the question, what does this mean? What, what, is, what, what can we know about the background here? How does it help us understand the text better? In fact, it also lends weight to the authority of the Bible uh, when, when we um, um, understand it embedded in an ancient culture. Now, um, I will say at the offset, there are some excellent tools that are available to you. By far and away, the uh, best resource for studying the cultural backgrounds of the Bible is a multi-volume series uh, edited by a former mentor of mine, Ed Yamauchi, Y-A-M-A-U-C-H-I, and Marv Wilson, who uh, was a former colleague of mine at Gordon College. But they wrote a book called Dictionary of Daily Life on Biblical and Post-Biblical Antiquities. And I would strongly recommend you're getting that um, as a resource. I, I also was involved uh, in uh, with the preparation of uh, some of the chapters in it. And so hope that that would be a, a great resource for you, as it is for me. So everything imaginable under the sun can be studied and, uh, and looked at, and these sorts of things will add um, light to our understanding of the Bible. And I'm going to give you a few examples uh, from the Old Testament and from the New Testament uh, to show you how, they, how a knowledge of these sorts of things helps you have a clearer understanding of the Bible itself. But, but let me say that in the terms of the background, it's also important to have a knowledge of the history. Now these things overlap. They're kind of like a, 
a Venn diagram of interlocking circles and you want to know the historical background so that you know how the uh, cultural background plays out. Uh, for, for instance, uh, Paul talks about adoption and makes reference to adoption. Uh, I would ask the question, is it adoption according to Roman practice? Is it adoption according to Greek practice? Each had their own sets of rules and regulations, and it's very important to know the, the difference between those and which one may apply with, um, with the Old Testament. What about Jewish customs of adoption? Are they the same as Greek and Roman? Um, how does that work with their understanding of Messianic understanding and uh, bloodlines and things of that nature? All very important. So um, the, the first thing that you have to be, uh, have a knowledge of is actually uh, the historical context and understanding um, who, who's, what culture is at play, um, who's in charge, and uh, then fitting into that grid uh, some of these issues of cultural importance. Uh, let's, take, let's take some examples here and look at them briefly, and I'll start with a New Testament example. Uh, one of the most popular things in New Testament times, Greek and Roman times, were sports. And there are a number of references to ancient sports in the Bible. Um, Paul is uh, really tied up with this and uh, interested in it. He uses a number of references to athletic metaphors and so forth. Uh, he does in particular to the Corinthians. You may not have known, so here's the cultural backgrounds plug, that actually at Corinth they had an athletic game that, um, that was on a two-year cycle that was more popular, i.e. it drew more males uh, to the athletic games than uh, the Olympic Games themselves. And so Paul, when he's selling tents, is not selling tents to the rabbinical order of, uh, of Boy Scouts. He's selling tents to people going to the athletic game and to sailors and other things, uh, other people of importance. But he's interacting, and we know he is because he's using references and so forth. Uh, same in the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, the author of the book of Hebrews in chapters 10 and 11, um, and then uh, into chapter 12, the opening verses of chapter 12, is uh, making reference to a running race. Of the, of the life of faith is like a running race. And we're, we're told to look into the eyes of the, um, of the winner of the great race uh, who was a winner from beginning to end, meaning uh, from the very uh, start to finish, Jesus Christ is the great champion. And we run in a straight line, not around a circle, and we run into his loving gaze. Uh, we can only understand these things by understanding a bit about sports in the ancient world. It brings to life these texts. Uh, numerous examples can be drawn from the Old Testament as well. Um, every culture with all its new things. Uh, how can we understand the Assyrians? It's one thing to just say they were ruthless people, but we have specific examples that come with uh, texts and release from walls that show us just how ruthless they were and help us understand a soul like Jonah who runs in the opposite direction. So cultural backgrounds, I, want, I would like to invite you to think about the culture of the Bible and think about the history and the context and I hope that these sorts of things and a consideration of them will bring to life the Bible for you in your teaching.